Data for Future, episode number five. Hi everyone, this is Tammy. Hello, this is Pablo. How are you? Good.、Uh, we are in quarantine day. I've already lose count, but it doesn't matter because we're making peace with the quarantine and trying to make the most out of it. Of course, we have seen many changes in different aspects of life that brought by the special time, such as how we social with our friends now, how we work from home, and how we learn and educate ourselves. Of which. As Pablo and I, we identify ourselves as lifelong learners. The new format of learning and education we experience through technology, backed by AI, of course,、um, is truly transformative. Personally, I'm currently focusing on Spanish, among other things, and the platform who can help me to identify my. Language and grammar weak points through exercises, and then specifically、uh, target new exercise to me、uh, based on my results to help me learn and review my knowledge points. I find it super effective,、uh, but also there are points I think that need to be more developed, such as when you learn a language. Of course, writing and speaking is very important. However, with the current platform, even though they can record my speaking for Spanish and rate me on a score from zero to a hundred, but after I get the score, which is pretty poor at this point, <laughs> I couldn't really get more information about how to improve. So it's very interesting to see where we are with technology, AI, and education, and to kind of envision the future where it could be. So、um, that's from my side. What about you, Pavlo? What what have you been learning?、Mm -hmm. Yeah, I've been also losing the count of quarantine days, but at the same time, quite thankful for for the possibility to to educate myself at home. To be honest, I wasn't into it so much before, but、uh, I started to do a Python course on Coursera and to learn HTML and CSS, so some some coding there. And I haven't been noticing much of AI there, but in general, the concept of online learning has been very empowering for me to to see how how what an easy access it offers to us to gather knowledge from anywhere in the world at any time. This is why we thought education might be a very very interesting topic, especially in these days. So we decided to dive into the SDG number four, which aims to ensure inclusive and equitable. Quality education and promote lifelong learning opportunities for all. I think personally, this is a very, very important topic for all of us, for all the world, because it's just connected so many, so many different spheres and fields and other problems out there in the world.、Mm -hmm. So looking around, like, like you said, AI in education, like AI in any other sector, is also a trending topic, but. As we also mentioned,、uh, with the current state of where we are, we are not seeing them too much being applied, other than a theoretical level. Do you have some good use cases for us to kind of envision where AI can take us and how AI can help with education? Yeah, maybe not AI, but firstly, data, which is a,、mm -hmm. a very big part of AI, is a very important tool. For example, Global Alliance to Monitor Progress. Or UNESCO Institute for Statistics. These both 
organisms base their decisions and research and conclusions upon data from all over the world that they gather. So data is empowering us to take better decisions. Talking about artificial intelligence, one of the good examples would be educational data mining, which means to find interesting patterns using statistical methods in uh, huge data sets to optimize learning styles, for teachers to make better assessment of, of their students, and also for governments to make better decisions in terms of, for example, financial resource distribution. Interesting, because I was actually looking through all the data set challenges on Kaggle, which is a good platform for people who want to dive into data science to look for data sets and then to look for practice and uh, good access uh, practices. Uh, for me, I specifically search online for data site for education. What surprised me is that there isn't as much available resources on Kaggle. The only resource mm -hmm. I find is one data set that has, let's say for a school, each student, they have their gender information, mm -hmm. their age, their what they have for lunch. Do they eat in school or do they go home? and uh, their parents' education level, um, among many other features. And in the end, these features are accordingly matched with their writing, math, and uh, communication skills, mm -hmm. something like that. But uh, in the end, what we are using this data to do is to do exploratory data analysis to decide, I think from the result of specifically this data set is female students are have higher general uh, critical thinking and writing scores than male students, while male students have higher mathematical scores. And with that, also students who, with parents with higher education level, they have a higher passing rate for the exams. This is a very simple example, and we also need to be aware that all the correlation we see in the, those data set doesn't necessarily mean causation, but then they can give us a kind of clue and sense for us to make decisions in the future. Well, what if we look at the news, like not into our practice, what we see in real life has been implementing for AI is, um, I read this article about in China, how in, this cl in classrooms, teachers can install cameras help helping them to recognize students' faces, from which from the children's eye focus, they can detect if the kids are focusing in class or not, thus helping them to access better if they should change the lecture style or uh, specific students need help after school because they miss certain point of information. Mm. Yes, to address your point with the data sets, if anybody is looking for good data sets, you can search some data on UNESCO Institute for Statistics. Mm. Another point, you said something about China. I've read recently a very interesting report about Chinese implementation of AI into educational system. They used artificial intelligence software to analyze essays and they applied it in some 60,000 schools. According to the government, at least, they have... Uh, the AI can assess essay at uh, at the rate of ninety two percent of accuracy, so more or less as a human. What what do you think about this, Tammy? Have you heard any other news from China? Mm -hmm. I not necessarily from China, but I think in terms of AI and education, there are two ways of doing it. One kind is AI assisting current education system. So what they do is they help to 
accelerate and optimize the current process done by teachers and professors and uh, use machines to do the work. And another kind is a completely AI-led education, which we'll probably talk about later. But now what we see mainly is the AI-assisted side, which they help teachers let's say, to correct their homework for students. And also what I mentioned before, to detect the focus of the students. They also help with the operation of the school system. I'm sure you've used some intelligent software for when you were communicating with your um, school, like Microsoft or something like that. But in terms of assessment and evaluation, I have I hold my doubts about it because I believe AI is good when we come into more technical driven tasks such as teaching some theory equation about math and language. However, if we ask AI to monitor and even teach more softer skills that related to writing, cognitive, communicative, like social intelligence skills we still need human to be the main force driving this education part. And not only teaching. I mean, so far, it seems to me that the most use of AI was in uh, in grading students. Mm -hmm. But nobody talks about the flaws of the grading system in general. I've read some research that grades depress creativity, they foster fear of failure, weaken students' interests, and also add up to anxiety and stress. There are two ways of giving feedback. You can give an evaluative feedback, which leads to these kind of consequences, or you can give descriptive feedback, which is uh, not judging so much, but more giving feedback in terms of how to improve, how to increase competencies, which is AI not capable of nowadays. Yeah, I agree with you that um, if we imagine a future, it would be a good mix of professors with the help of AI and machine learning. However, the other perspective, when you say, when the one you talk about grading, I agree with you that grading is not the best way to go. And also right now, how we access a student's performance academically is through exams and grading, which is a very delayed format of assessment. So we do big exams every semester or half semester to detect if we get all the knowledge we learned throughout the whole period. However, with the AI and technology development, we can get feedback on a, a more small and modular level. Let's say today's class, there is a very important knowledge point I didn't get. I can get constantly feedback and enhance more on it instead of wait till the end of two months study when I miss this one point that affect all my understanding for the follow, following knowledge. So I think AI in this case can help a lot to uh, have more personalized and more detailed uh, feedback loop for students learning. As we just finished talking about privacy in the last episode, actually a lot of parents and students have concern regarding privacy when it comes to AI for education. Because imagine if we install monitors and sensors and cameras in the classroom to detect the students in the name of helping them to learn better. However, meanwhile, the data we get, like how students react to new knowledge, new information, how accepted they are and the way they are learning and perceiving when they're developing their um, understanding of the world, it could be very, very powerful data that can easily be used back to attack the students. 
And that kind of concern about privacy and also like if students don't trust the system, because nowadays what we see is if students are not doing well in their exams, if they're uh, causing problem in a classroom, it's very likely they're this will become a report for their parents. And this information end up being the cause of certain punishment and criticization. If that's the case, it will be not a good direction for where this tool can be used. It's a very important point that you highlight. Also, we are just very used to our convenience that we have. We have all the tools that we all, we have all the technologies. But I think it's very important to address the global standpoint of the education today. Because we are the minority who have this kind of full access to education in, in the way we do, whereas half of the children in the world have no proficiency in reading and maths. Mm -hmm. Even if you give these kind of tools to these people, I don't think it will bring any change to them. Not even talking about if they don't have the basic infrastructure. According to UNESCO, in continents like Sub-Saharan Africa, There are less than 50% of schools that have really basic infrastructure, like toilets. Even having these kind of powerful AI algorithms, if you don't have electricity and the toilet in your school, you can forget about a computer. And it raises a very important issue of growing inequality because the people who have not access to AI may just stay very far behind it. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't think AI is the only answer. As you said, if there's no infrastructure, there's no point of having AI. But meanwhile, from my personal experience, when I was doing volunteer teaching in Kenya, I do see in the slum area where the kids, they don't necessarily have a toilet. And their classroom is basically putting together some uh, trash tin boards to cover the roof. But they are putting everything together to educate themselves because they know this is the only way they can change their life trajectory. And with that being said, whenever they have the basic need and way of, they have the realization that need they need to be educated, AI can be used to as a very good tool as there's not enough teacher in the area, the region. They can get access to the similar quality of education as everyone else in the world. And they can be attended with better care and the instruction from the AI when there's no people, enough people and teaching resource around. Also, uh, recently, UNESCO issued the first publishment on uh, artificial intelligence in education. Mm -hmm. The first thing that they agreed upon. What was told there is basically, yes, AI should not replace teachers, but train new teachers to empower education in a more sustainable way. As we mentioned, like education here, we are taking the very general picture, like not only for uh, kids K to 12, but also um, for higher education and adulthood and professional training as well. I think the landscape is very, very big and we see potential changes everywhere. And meanwhile, I just want to mention if us looking at ourselves, how AI and AI um, data has changed our current education on a deeper level. I would say it changed the way I learn. Before, I remember when I was younger, um, I very much remember, try to remember most knowledge points that pass through me because that's the way of learning. I need to remember the points and then answer them correctly. 
uh, in the homework or exam. But now what I realize is that it's not very essential to remember everything. What is more essential is to know where to find the answer when post the question or how to ask a question with Google on our fingertip whenever we have question doubt to dig deeper, you know. And in terms of the current learning we're um I'm doing, I'm also learning some technical courses. I tried Coursera, but for me, I think I find certain platform work better for me because they have shorter lectures and modules. Of course, they're better designed to capture your focus. And uh, for me, it's a better way of learn. However, I do realize, and also I'm fearing that because of the convenience of the access of new materials and the the new ways I've educated myself, do I lost the focus? Like before I could sit down straight for a few hours to do my assignment and homework. But right now I feel I lose the level of concentration. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. from my perspective, maybe AI shouldn't do everything for us. I mean, it's not the way of replacement of Mm self-awareness. Otherwise, we would just become too dependent on technology. Yeah, I agree. If we can conclude, like for what we've been discussing is that for some technological and skill-oriented education, AI is very helpful in delivering knowledge and helping us to learn. However, in the other side, uh, when we are talking about more interpersonal skills, cognitive skills, critical thinking, uh, so on and so forth, we do need to have the drive to make ourselves curious and uh, have the motivation to learn from our side rather than being driven and uh, decided by AI and algorithms. Yes, and what about you? What have you started to to learn recently? Or have you started about learning something new? Well, take a look. Maybe there is there are some courses on the Coursera. Or <laughs> yeah, we'd like to know your perspective on education and how you have leveraged AI to help you and where do you see the future uh, AI brings for education? Yes, and the last point for today, we have recently created another survey for you to to give us just some feedback and help us reflect on our own development and research. So if you have a minute, just take a look at it and uh, we would love to, to hear from you. Thank you for listening and see you next time. See you.